Chafav, I'm at Bays in the bottom line. Amar Shmuel, I circled Shmuel's name. And on the second line of Chav Zayin, I'm at Aleph, near the end of the line is Rabbi Yochanan. I circled Rabbi Yochanan's name. In general, it's good to have a wife that is not fooling around and a mother-in-law that's not a fool arounder. However, if those are the only two ladies um, who are um, available, a Duma and a Bas Duma... Uh, Amar Shmuel, Yisa Adam Duma Val Yisa Bas Duma. Uh, if the choice is only between a woman who is, uh, she's, hey, rumors about her, she apparently uh, fools around sometimes, Val Yisa Bas Duma, as opposed to a daughter of that woman who fools around, better to marry the woman who fools around. Now, why is that? Isn't there a concern she could be have like uh, you know an adulterous relationship if you marry her? True, however, shezuba amitipa kshera, amitipa psula. The mother, even though she might be a bit of a player, does herself come from a tipa kshera, like her yichz okay. Whereas the daughter comes from this very questionable mother, and and therefore maybe you know you never know her dad might be like a guy or a mamzer or something. That's the shmuel approach. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan, who I circled, Amar, uh, the other way. If those are the two choices, Yisa Adam Bas Duma, better to marry the daughter of a woman who's very questionable in her morality, Val Yisa Duma, as opposed to marrying the mother. Why? As far as you know, the daughter's fine. Um, she's assumed to be uh, not fooling around, and she would remain mutter to her husband, if she's not fooling around, Vizu, however, the mother, doesn't exactly have the assumption of innocence. Um, she you know, could very well be uh, having an adulterous affair under this guy if this guy marries her, and then she'd become usher to him, and he won't even realize it, and won't divorce her, and then it's like, you know, the bias he's having with her is basically usher. Okay, that's the Machlokas. Meisveh, we have a snake source, and it seems to be very clear. It says, Noisei Adam Duma. That's the end of the snake source. Now, that's great for um, Shmuel, very questionable for Rabbi Yochanan, because it says, Maria Duma. Well, Amar Rava. Rava, who's a couple generations after uh, Rabbi Yochanan Shmuel, pipes up and says, one second. Does that Tanaic source you just brought, the three word Tanaic source for Tizbra, does that make sense? No, say. Usually, the implication of that word is Lechatchila. In other words, you have a Bryce is telling you that Lechatchila, you should look for a woman to marry who's the daughter of a very promiscuous woman. That can't be. Ella, it must be that we have to understand that Tanaic source a little bit differently. We have to read in Ella, two words in a phrase marking, Imnasa. Like, if you did marry, not that you're supposed to, but B'dyeved, okay. Well, as long as we're doctoring up the Tanaic source and saying that it wasn't precise, you will also just as easily could say, Tani Nami, that what it means is not to marry the Duma mother, but rather the Bas Duma. Therefore, it would be uh, no proof either way. Vahilchasa, the Gemara here, though, Paskins, Yisa Adam Bas Duma Val Yisa Duma. Uh, if those are the two choices, better to marry the daughter of the uh, woman who's got questionable uh, morality with other men and not that woman herself. Better to marry her daughter, not that woman herself. The following Tanaic source was taught by him coming in the presence of Rabbi Avo. The Tanaic source goes for a word plus a line. Even if you have a woman 
who was uh, she uh, fools around? Um, well, what are you going to assume her children are? It could be it's from her husband, but it could be from some other guy. Still, the assumption is Boneha Ksherim, that her children are kosher, um, because still, if she fools around, the majority of the times that she has uh, uh, beats with her husband, because Rovbi Eloi Sacharabal, the assumption is majority of um, uh, sexual encounters that she has is, are with her husband. That's in the Brisa. Boy, Ravamam. Ravamam asks a question, takes it even a step further. How about Haisa Prutsa Biyoiser Mahu? How about if you have like an exceedingly promiscuous woman, so much so that you probably have to assume the majority of the uh, uh, encounters that she has are with other men? Oh, well. Now, um, what would you say about the kids then? Okay, now, there's two approaches as to when a woman becomes pregnant. Is it like uh, about the, you know the twenty four hours after she comes back from the mikvah, or is it um, the basically the twenty four hours right before she starts her next period, right before she starts to bleed for her next period? So Aliba demandam according to the approach that says ein isha mitaberes levesta that a woman uh, potentially become pregnant will only become pregnant before. Uh, she starts uh, bleeding for her next um, Nida cycle. Well, according to that approach, there's basically no question because the husband has no idea when her next period is going to start. And therefore, he's not able to like keep an extra special eye on her to make sure she's not fooling around. The whole question is only according to the Mandamar, that when is it in the cycle that a woman can become pregnant? It basically comes immediately after she goes to the mikvah, and there, like, the husband theoretically could keep an eye on her and make sure that, uh, you know, during those 24 hours she ain't fooling around with other guys. What do we say? Can he do that? Or, no, this woman is so promiscuous, you never know. Since he knows that she's a uh, significant game player, literally, he'll guard her, he'll keep his eye on her, he'll, he'll keep an extra special eye on her. Oh, Dilmer, maybe. Kevan de Prutza Biyoser, since this woman is very promiscuous with other men, lo, it would not be possible. Teku, the issue remains unresolved. Ve'elusha based in, etc. Tan Rabbanan, you have a Bryce that goes for about five, six, uh, seven lines. Starts here. The Pasuk uh, says the word Ish, a man. Now, there's a number of other Pasukim, for instance, um, Parake Pasuk Yud Beis, that says Ish Ish. There's like two more Ish terms there. Um, ish Ish ki siste Ishtai. So, um, Ish Ish, what's that coming to include? The Rabbis, it comes to include that there would be a warning given, even if the husband is, uh, he's a husband, but he's got some sort of issue, like he's a Chairesh, he's a deaf mute, the basin will step in and give a uh, warning, or Aisha's Shaita, uh, in the case of a wife of a guy who's uh, a bit crazy, Aisha Shiamum, or a wife of a guy who's like really totally insane, like completely lost it, or He's overseas traveling, and the based in uh, sees that she is uh, not behaving the way she should. Uh, they would give a warning, or and her husband is uh, currently incarcerated in prison. That in those cases, like we said, the rabbis of the court, local uh, based in, will step in and give a uh, warning to those wives. Now, what's the effectiveness of the warning that the court gives? The place of Miksubasan. That if they don't follow uh, the warning, 
and they go into Yichud with that uh, fellow that uh, they're suspected of uh, having an affair with, um, it will puzzle them, they'll lose the ability to collect the uh, money in their uh, ksuba. Kama. Yachol, I might think, I squiggle around the word yachol. Aflash, that that warning given by the base would be good enough that for their husbands, uh, if they come, whatever, they come back or they become normal again, oh, would be able to go to Yushalayim and have them drink? No. Tamalaymar, the Pasuk says, Vehevi ha'ish es ishtoy. The husband has to bring his wife, um, and therefore the courts would not be able to administer the uh, water drinking. Rabiosi, who we circled, Aymer, Afla Hashkaisa. No, 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 that warning that the basin gives would be good enough to have her drink. What do we mean? We mean that when the husband, for instance, if he was in the in jail and the basin warned her and then she went into Yichud, when her husband uh, gets out of prison and comes back, Yashkena, he will be able to administer the uh, drinking of the water. That is the end of the snake source. The Gomorrah wants to know what really is the Machlokas between the Tanakama of the Bryce we just read and Rabiosi. But my cup of Fligi, what's the essential point of Machlokas? Well, here it is. Rabbanana underlined Sarfi, the first opinion that said that that warning is only for her to lose her ksuba, but it has nothing to do with being able to have her drink the water. That's because Boinan, we need Vikina, dot, 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 Vehevi. The Pusik says, and he warns. And then a little bit later it says, and he brings her to go through the whole water drinking ceremony, which means that the warning as well as the bringing have to both come from the Husband, and since in this case the warning came from the uh, based in, uh, that is not the type of scenario that uh, would have the husband be able to bring his wife. Whereas Rabiosi, who underlines Safar, Lobo Inan, they simply don't have that Limud. And therefore, you don't need to have the same person who does the Kino as the one who does the Havi. And then, yes, when he gets released from the Slammer, he uh, would be able to uh, bring his wife to drink the Soto water. Period. Tan Rabbanon, we have a Bryce that goes for almost two lines. The Pasuk says, Asher tiste isha, tachas isha, that there's like a adulterous relationship uh, between the woman and her man. What do you see? And we had this a few days ago, and Rashid said, we'll see what it's referring to uh, later, and here's the later. Lahakish, it comes to uh, connect and compare ish leisha, the husband to the wife, the isha leisha, and the wife to the husband. Okay, that is the Brysa. As far as what halacha does it come to compare the two? Lamai hilchasa? Well, Amr of Sheshis, I underline of Sheshis. Three lines later, directly underneath this is Ravashi, underline Ravashi, and on Amud Beis, on the third line, is Mar bar Ravashi, underlined him. We're going to have three limudim that we learn from the connection between the husband to the wife and the wife to the husband. Amr of Sheshis. Kishem, just like Sheim Hu Suma, that if the husband happens to be blind, she can't go through with the water drinking ceremony. How do we know that? Because the Pasuk says, uh, regarding describing the situation, and the matter was hidden from the eyes of her husband. So her husband has to have eyes, he has to be able to see. Well, just like he has to be able to see, he, so to the woman, the wife, if she happens to be blind, she would not go through and be able to drink the water. Kama, Ravashi, I know Ravashi, Ravashi Amar, here's the connection. Keshem she-chigeres, it's from the woman's side, just like if the woman is chigeres, uh, let's say she has no legs. Or gidemes, she has no hands. Like she, either she wasn't born with them or she was an amputee, she would not go ahead and drink the water. Lo haisa shaisa, dixiv, how do you know she needs to have legs and arms, because the Pasuk says, 
the Kohen will stand up the woman, Lifnashim, before the Lord, Venosan al Kapan put on her hands, which means she has to be able to stood up, so she has to have legs, and she has to be able to have hands so the Kohen can put it on her hands. Kach, so too, not only the woman has to have hands and feet, so too, who, the man, Im Hayachiger o Gidem, if he is got, let's say, uh, no legs or no hands, Lo Haisamashka, he would not be have uh, he wouldn't go through with the administering of the uh, water to that type of woman. Kama Marbaravashi also says we have uh, another issue connecting what we know by her to him. Marbashi Amar Kishem, just like Shilemes. Let's say she can't speak, she's mute. Lo Haisa Shaisa, she has to go through and drink the water to receive because the Pasik has a requirement that the woman speak up and say something, namely Vamra Isha. The woman should say, Amen, Amen, end quote. And if she can't speak, well, she can't do that, and therefore she's not shaykh to the sota water drinking ceremony. So to who? The husband, im haya if he is unable to speak, he's a mute, lo haya He would not be able to administer the water drinking ceremony for his wife. Hadranach arusa. And we begin the fifth parak. The entirety of the rest of the Amud are, here it's all one big Mishnah, it's the number of Mishnayas, um, the fifth parak. Here we go. Um, we'll analyze uh, all these Mishnahis as we go through the Gemara, but let's just see them in the Mishnah form. We'll have a number one and number two. Kishem, just like Shamayim Boydkin saw that the water um, checks her. She drinks the water. If she's guilty, she explodes. If she's innocent, she doesn't. So too, Kachamayim, the water that she drank, has the effect of Boydkin Oisoi. It also has that same effect on the paramour. So if she explodes, then wherever the guy that she was with, if it turns out then obviously she really did have the adulterer for that guy, he would also explode. Shanamar, like the Pasuk says, Uba'u, Uba'u. Now, the Gemara is going to deal with, is it the fact that the Ba'u word is repeated, or is it the Vav of Uba'u? And we'll see that when we get to the Gemara, but there's definitely a drasha there. And number two, Kashem Shasura Lebaal, just like in the case of Asota, where a wife was warned and went into Yehud, the guy she was warned not to be in Yehud with, that she becomes forbidden to the husband until things can be clarified. Kachasura Lebaal, so too does she become forbidden to the suspected paramour. Shanamar, like the Pasuk says, Nitzme'a ve Nitzme'a which would be uh, double underline that vav of ve nitba, the extra vav, divre, Rabbi Akiva. And I uh, box Rabbi Akiva. I'm Rabbi Yeshua, Kachaya Darish, Zachariah ben Hakatsav. You know what? Zachariah ben Hakatsav also used to darshan that it's that extra vav of the vinitma word that we had quoted a line earlier. Rebbe, however, I noted Rebbe the same way I noted Rabbi Akiva. Rebbe, Oimer, Shnei Pamim Hamurim Beparsha. It's the two times that the word is said. It's said once, nitzme'ah, and then again it's said, v'nitzme'ah, and we're not talking about the Pasuk Yud Gimel, nitzme'ah, rather we're talking about the Pasuk Yud Dalet which says, v'kine es ishtoi v'hi nitzme'ah, and then in Pasuk Chaf Zayin, when it says again, v'haisa'im nitzme'ah, those two terms, echad l'baal, one, she becomes uh, forbidden until the issue can be clarified to her husband. Uh, one, she becomes answer to the suspected paramour. Slash. I put a Roman numeral two in the margin here between the Gemara and Rashi. Actually, went back. you can go back to the first line of this parak and put a Roman numeral one in the margin about, let's see, Roman numeral two, about 
eight, nine lines below the Roman numeral two. Last word on the line is Rabbi Akiva. I put a Roman numeral three. About nine lines later, last word on the line is Rebbe. I put a Roman numeral four. And about eight, nine lines below that, last word on the line is Horkinus. I put a Roman numeral five. So the two, three, four, and five, which we're going to see right now, are all Bobayo Mishnah. I said on that day... And uh, Rashi, therefore, says that probably the connection is that the first issue, the uh, just like the water checks the woman, uh, so too it checks the uh, suspected paramour. Um, in other words, if the woman blows up, the paramour will blow up. That was also a bobayim. Now, what's the bobayim? What do you mean on that day? So there's a Gemara Masechus Brachas that uh, says whenever the Mishnah starts up by saying on that day, that was the day that um, basically they, they, the doors of the base Medrash that had been, they'd been very limited in who they would allow into the uh, base Medrash uh, up until that point, only people who were totally genuine inside and out. However, uh, when Rebbe Elizabeth Azaria uh, took the position of the Nasi, uh, he let everyone come in, and everyone come in, there were... I don't know, hundreds, maybe thousands of Talmudim who then came into the base Medrash and all sorts of traditions that were taught that day. And those are all the uh, Bo Bayoms that we have throughout the Shas Mishnayas. In any event, here's the next uh, issue, uh, issue number two. Bo Bayom, Darash Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Kiva's name. There's a Pasuk talking about Tuma and Tara regarding a earthenware vessel. We know that an earthenware vessel can become Tame from that which is in its airspace. So if you, let's say, dangle a dead sheris in the airspace of a of a klicheris, uh, what's the klicheris going to become Tame? The Pasuk says, Uklicheris, asher yipol mehem el teicha, that there falls from them, like from the dead uh, sheritz, dangling dead sheritz el teicha, into the airspace of the kli, kol asher anything that's inside of it, yitzma. Now, Let's be very precise with that word. Eino Omer Tame. It doesn't say whatever's inside the Kli is Tame. Rather, Yitma, which kind of implies that it has the ability to even transfer its term of further. Litame Achairim. Limade. This would teach regarding a Kikar Shani. So imagine you had a loaf inside a Kli Cheres. You dangle the Sheres in the airspace of the Kli Cheres. That makes the Kli Cheres itself a Rishain. That makes what's in the Kli Cheres a Shani, that loaf. And it could actually metame es ha shlishi. It could even make uh, its Tuma go a step further to make a Shlishi. Now normally a Shlishi is only in the realm of Truma. It could actually even be in the realm of Chulin. Because the Pasuk doesn't say one or another whether it's Truma or Chulin. Okay. That was the limit of Rabbi Akiva darshaned on that day. Amar Rabbi Yoshua, I know Rabbi Yoshua. Oh, me galah for me nech, Rabbi Yochum ben Zakar. Rabbi Yochum ben Zakar already passed away. Rabbi Yoshua says, if only someone could, so to speak, wipe the dirt away from your eyes. Shayit Zayimer, you used to say, you predicted, and it turns out this prediction didn't come true, but you used to say, Asidor, in the future there'll be a generation. Acher letaher kikar shlishi, who will say that even in the realm of Truma, there's no such thing as a shlishi le uh, tuma uh, in the realm of truma, because as far as you could see uh, in the entire Chamish Chamish there's no Pasuk that mentions it, that it's Tameh. The hello and behold, Rabbi Akiva Talmidcha, your student Rabbi Akiva, maybe loy Mikra Minatari actually just brought a Pasuk, this Pasuk, this, uh, this Yitzma word, Shehu, that it would be Tameh Shenemar, like the Pasuk said, forward quote, Kol Asher Yitzma. End quote. And, uh, okay. Slash. This is the 
third of the five cases in the Mishnah. Bo Bayom, on that day, Darash, again, it's Rabbi Akiva, no, Rabbi Akiva. This is talking about the boundaries outside the Levitical cities. The Levim were given the cities throughout Eretz Yisrael, and it says, Umadaisa Michutz Le'ir, and the measurement of, like, the city boundary outside of the city, El Pas, Kedma, to the east was Alpayim Ba'ama, 2,000 Amma. So it sounds like there's a 2,000 Amma boundary outside of the city that's included in their city. Umikra Acher Amar, however, there's another Pasuk that says, Mikir Ha'ir Vechutza, that from the wall, the city should be walled, the wall of the city, and outside, a thousand amas. Now, how much area do they have outside their cities? E after Laimar, I squiggle in on the word E. You can't say Elephama that it's a thousand amas. Shikfar Namar, there's another post that says Alpayimam, that it's two thousand amas. Kama V'e, I squiggle in on the word E. V'e after Laimar, you can't say Alpayimam, that it's two thousand amas. Shikfar Namar, there's another post that says Elephama, it's one thousand amas. So which one is it? Ha Ketzad? Well, you know what it is? Elef Amma Migrash. It's the first thousand Amas outside of the city is area that is clear. There's no planting there. There's no houses. There's no trees. It's simply like we would call it a green belt. And the Alpaim, the 2,000 Amas that are uh, mentioned, has nothing to do with the municipal boundaries of the Levitical cities. Rather, Tchum Shabbos. That has to do with the... Uh, Tchum Shabbos, which uh, is how much outside of a city? 2,000 Amas. Rebbe who I underline the name, he says, actually, no, the, both the 1,000 measurement and the 2,000 measurement have to do with boundaries of the Levitical cities. Elif Amma Migrash, 1,000 Amma is the Migrash, that open area. However, the additional 1,000 Amas beyond that, which gets you to a total of 2,000 Amas, the Alpayim Amma is Sadei Sukram, it would be uh, fields, and vineyards, um, etc. Slash. This is the fourth now uh, case brought in this Mishnah. Boba Yom on that day that they slung open the doors of the base Medrash and had everyone come in. Darash, once again, I underline the name Rabbi Kiva. It's Rabbi Kiva's third drasha here. Um, well, actually, Rabbi Kiva appeared even in the first one, but these are the three that started the Rabbi Kiva with Darshan. We have in um, the Jews cross the uh, Yamsuf, and then there's a Shira, there's the Az Yashir. And the Pasuk says, Az Yashir, Moshe, B'nai Yisrael, as Hashira Zais, Hashem, Vayimru. The Pasuk could have ended right there, but it says afterward, Vayimru, Laymor. I don't know the word Laymor. Now, what's this Laymor doing there? You can translate the Pasuk and then uh, Moses and the Jewish people saying this Shira uh, to Hashem saying, What's the Vayimru? And they said, Laymor saying, What's that extra Laymor? Shane Tamalomor Laymor doesn't have to say that word Laymor, Umat Tamalomor Laymor, but it did. So, what are we to learn from that word Laymor? Milamed, it comes to teach you how you throw Shira Acharav. What that comes to teach us, the Vayimru Laymor, is that actually the Jewish people were repeating after Moshe, Acharav Shal Moshe, I'll call Davar Vidavar. The same way that halal is read. We'll explain the Gemara exactly how that is. That's what the Jewish people were doing in response to uh, Moshe's uh, saying of the Az Yashir. Lekach Nemar, that's why it says, lay more. Rabbi Nechemia, who I underlined Aimer, he says a little bit differently. He says it was the Jewish people were responding Kekarin Eshma, Velay Kekarin Eshalal. The way people in a crowd will say Shema after the leader, not the way that they will say Halal. Slash. And finally, the fifth issue discussed in uh, the large mission here, which is really a number of Mishnayas, uh, in the Mishnah Shabbat Mishnayas. Bo Bayom on that day, Darash Rabbi 
oh, it's not Rabbi Akiva anymore, it's now, and I underline the name, Rabbi Yeshua ben Horkanis, who was actually a student of Rabbi Akiva. Um, lo avad Eov. Talk about uh, divergent subjects over here, but we're talking about the Sefer Eov, the book of Job. Uh, interesting Sefer. Um, says Rabbi Yeshua ben Horkanis that Eov basically served Hashem. Lo avad Eov, Ella, me'ahava. From love, he loved Hashem. Shenemar, like the Pasuk in Eov says, Hain yiktaleni, Lo, Ayachel. Uh, behold, if they try to kill me, or they're trying to kill me, lo, unto him, Ayachel, will I supplicate, will I pray? Okay. Now, that's not really so clear, because Adayin Hadavar Shakul, the matter is still uh, sort of like, I don't know, uh, could be like this, could be like that. Is it that lo, Animetzapeh, unto him, unto the Lord, unto Hashem, do I, do I look towards, do I anticipate, or maybe, oh, Enumetzapeh, so, Tamalamar, there's another Pasuk elsewhere in Eov that seems to clarify this overall issue. The Pasuk says, Ad Egva, until I pass away, Lai Asir Tumasi Mimeni. I will not remove my wholeness, my purity from me. Milame, this comes to teach us, the Shemeava also, that uh, that which Eov did in his relationship with Hashem was one of love. Amar Rabbi Yoshua, I underline Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yoshua says, Ah! Oh, who could wipe away the uh, dirt from your eyes, you're passed away, but you used to tell us, you used to say, that actually, Eov served Hashem from relationship of fear. Like the Pasuk says, uh, right at the beginning of Eov, Ish, Tam, Yashar, a um a whole complete man and straight and a fear he feared the Lord and um, um distanced himself removed himself turned aside from evil the haloi and behold look what happened a couple generations later the haloi Yoshua now this Yoshua ben Korkanus who is the one who's darshaning this Talmid Talmid Chasun of Yerson he was a student of Rabbi Akiva who was a student of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai Limaid he just taught Shemei Ava Asa that all that Yov did he did from his loving relationship with the creator of the universe, Adkan.